Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. I'm Adam Carolla, it's Matt the Motorator, DeAndrea, Hello. over there. Levels okay, Chris Max Pata. Yeah. Steve Williams is with us. Uh, Richard Bisson is uh, with us as well, uh, both from KN. We'll talk about that in one second. Uh, Patrick Dempsey should be in here soon enough. Uh, Keanu and Guard Hollinger from uh, Arch, I think, are going to come by. We're going to hit it all. Uh, good to see you, Steve. Good to see you, Richard. Great to be here, Adam. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Happy uh, Happy 50th anniversary. Thank you, you very much. We, we really appreciate that. We have a huge presence here at SEMA this year and uh, some incredible uh, vehicles in the booths. Adam mentioned Arch Motorcycles, and you got a new partnership with them and a couple of their bikes out front. And uh, this incredible Porsche 935 behind us as well with a 345, I don't know, 3019 tire on it. It's, <laughs> There's it's a, a crazy <laughs> twin turboed Porsche. It looks a little like my 935, yeah. but uh, a little more extreme in, in, its own, in its own weird way. Steve is the uh, K&N chief engineer officer, and he's also engineering officer, I should say, also drag racer. Now, Richard, you're the CEO. Uh, uh, is that correct? Yes, I'm All the right. new CEO. I've been here since uh, June, and I'm really excited about uh, K&N and uh, our 50th year anniversary and then uh, moving on for the next 50. Uh, Steve, you do what kind of racing? Actually, I race with the NHRA. I've done it for uh, about 25 or 30 years, and... Uh, we race dragsters, and then I have a 63 Corvette racing super gas and super comp. So the dragster is about a – it'll run about 200, 210, okay. um, and we run in a class that runs 890, but it's it's about a 650 car and a quarter mile. So and, and last year we won the championship, so I'm celebrating not only a world championship with NHRA, but I've been with the company for 24 years and watched it grow through the years, and it's always been vested in racing. It's such a big part of the DNA of what K&N is. Kenny and Norm were motorcycle racers. Is that and the so K in the That is yeah. it, yep. Wow. Yep, Kenny so, and Norm. So simple. <laughs> and and they, they started out of what? Where, where did K&N begin? You know, K&N actually started in Riverside, California, and Kenny and Norm, believe it or not, had a motorcycle where they sold motorcycles and a... Malcolm Smith, who's a pretty famous desert racer. I mean, yeah. he's like a legend, you know, on, on any, any Sunday. Sunday sure. And, you know, yeah. you know, Paul Newman. He, he would do trials. He would oh. do desert stuff. He'd go out with Steve McQueen oh, yeah. and just crush it. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of us were probably local. flat track, too, even. Or maybe not flat track. I don't know. He, he did race flat track. And, and then flat yeah. track. <laughs> there you and go. Both, <laughs> both Kenny and Norm were flat track racers. Well... In those days, you know, they used to race Jawas, you know, the old Triumphs, you know, of course, Harley-Davidson, about anything you could, you know, hang your leg over. They would race at local fairgrounds. Well, they had little paper filters, and it, the tracks would get too muddy. They'd cave in, and then the dirt go in the motor, and then that would seize and be over with. So Kenny and Norm actually invented the very first washable, reusable K&N for Kenny and Norm, for motorcycle racing. So the whole company's heritage is right there in Riverside, California. Started there, still there today. We have 850 employees wow. and uh, got involved in auto racing. It was all a natural motocross racing. I mean, 
you know, the business really, though, grew up out of motorcycle racing. It, it did. It, it's interesting how the brand has grown so much. It's just a combination of, of I don't know, just a simple enough product. It's the first mod everybody does. It's just you can get it everywhere. So I guess distribution is part of the model as well. But, you know, it just seems like uh, certainly when, when I was growing up with cars starting at, you know, 16, 15, 16, you know, uh, that's that's the first thing you grab is the K&N filter. Yeah, you know it's it's a it's an amazing brand. Well, that it's you guys the easiest the horsepower to put on your car. <laughs> I mean, or bike or whatever. I mean, you know, when you start getting into exhaust and cams and start opening up the bottom end of the engine and all that kind of stuff, the the first thing you do for the power is K&N just because it works. Yeah. And it's easier and you can add some. How how much of the business now? I'm guessing a lot of it is like cartridge replacement, if I'm not using that term correctly, but opening up the box in a standard F-150 and dropping in a K&N element. Yeah, yeah versus I mean, an the, intake kit. Of yeah, sorts. I mean, the business has different product families. It's obviously grown through the years. But, I mean, we are, you know, one of the number one selling performance oil filters. Um, we oh, have yeah. a, And it's all about, you know... Being able to filter the oil with less restriction, but then there's the replacement air filter we're known for. We're the only reusable product, so it's not only does it breathe more air, of course, in our you know has less pressure drop, but then if you want to get deeper into the car, then of course replacing the whole intake system with a brand new tube that's designed to increase the power and the throttle body. So that complete intake track, we sell those. Uh, we just started the last few years selling exhaust systems because obviously if you get good at airflow, not just the air flowing into the engine, yeah. but going out of the engine. So we do a lot of OEM private label exhaust. So the business really has grown into a true performance and it kind of goes with the consumer whether you just want the, the easy modification or you want to do something a little more technical. And, well, and you and, don't want to just be good at inhaling. You want to you want to be able to time your exhale. Right. I've tried kind of because I thought like what's the best part of breathing? Yeah. And I went inhaling. Inhaling. Like you know when you're underwater and you come up from the deep yeah. end, that's the best part. And one night I tried. I said, you know what? I'm just going to inhale for a while and see if it's that much better. I passed out after like nine minutes. My kids found me. I was in the shower. It wasn't pretty. It's yeah. not pretty. That's yeah. All right. Note to self. Exhale. You got to have the combination you of stuff. You got to come in through the cane and you got to leave through the exhaust. Yeah. Now. It's uh, like you were saying, the quickest way to add a couple of horsepower is the filter swap. But I think we kind of forget that the intake it creates noise as well. And one way to tailor noise is not just the exhaust, it's, it's on the intake side as well. You run air filters on, on one of your race cars and then take them off, and you, you will notice the difference significantly. Yeah, it's always interesting to me, whenever one thinks about decibels, they always think about the exhaust and are you running glass packs or cat packs or yeah. whatever you're running. Are you running open, whatever, but they don't realize the intake makes a ton of noise. Like if you're just running, you know, I got a couple of cars with triple Webers, a couple of Z cars and things yeah. like that. We run open stacks. It is noisy as it's got it's a hell. real drone to it. Well, you remember the old Dodges? I mean, the old 440s. I yeah. mean, you could really hear that intake sound. And I, it's actually the second attribute. Consumers, the number one attribute is obviously the performance or the throttle response. Yeah. 
but the second attribute is the sound. It, it makes yeah. the car sound like it has more performance. It increases that sound. In drag racing, you you run filters on on all of your drag race cars. And what I mean is, is does everybody in racing run filters, or do you just run filters? It really do. We no. There are a lot more air filters in racing than most people realize. And yeah. in fact, in our booth here. We actually have an air filter from the car that won the Indy 500 because we make filters for those cars. Um, obviously, short tracks, modified dirt tracks, there's sprint car filters. If you go around the booth, you see that almost every form of racing requires that protection level. Now, obviously, it has less restriction you know, on a drag car. It's a very specific type of motor. We're the official air filter of NASCAR. There are more Canon air filters in NASCAR than there are any other filter because of that lower pressure drop. So, it, and in it, fact, I mean, I, I, I used to live by Riverside Raceway before they closed it. Yeah. So there were actually Canon filters at Riverside Raceway back in the 70s. So. Is uh, Indy run, so at the 500, all those cars are running filters. Is Now, obviously, they have a lot of money for engines, and they're, not, they're worried a little more about winning than they are about wear and tear probably how does that factor in like what what is the thinking behind that if they go open what scared something's going to get sucked in or great question the the actual filter because they do post-race inspection when they opened up the air box into the fuel injection box there's a hot dog wrapper on the outside of the filter on the car that won Really? Now, what would have happened if that paper filter would have gone down inside the engine? Man, I got hard to say. Could it maybe hold the intake valve? If open? my driver was been. eating a hot dog <laughs> yeah. during a race, let me finish. Yeah. Too close to the pace I'm car. sorry. I know it's a long race, and I know you can get peckish out on the road. But How do they I, get it? Is it in the water tube? And there's no, like it, a separate it, hot dog it's tube inside that because in the inlet. But what the real reason they run it is if you notice they t- they call it the marbles. Right. Oh, the, the marbles. Groove, yes. Well, no, those, you're right. That tire flips all those little right. pieces of rubber up. You, so yeah. this filter's designed to keep you, that out. Of the yep. We, I do a 25, maybe a 30 minute race at Laguna Seca in a 9:35, and you go to the front of the car after oh. the race, and there's just marbles just stuck, stuck just all over that, everywhere. all over the front yeah. of it. And it's yeah, in every were, nook and cranny yeah. of that car. Yeah. It's it's pretty much it's, it's pretty in much drag racing. You're usually behind someone that's on the starting line. Yeah, and so it's really and believe it or not, when they leave the line, the tires don't. It doesn't dead stick. It does have wheel speed. Yeah, and if you're behind it, it'll shoot up rocks, things that are on the track it'll come into your car in through the intake. So it's really about just keeping that stuff out of the engine. Yeah, crazy. Richard, I feel like uh, you were getting short shrift over here. Um, well, how, you're, you're, the new, you're the new CEO. Yeah. Which you must have been doing something before this that had something to do with the automotive world, the performance world. What, what's, why are you here? Why do you deserve to be here? Why should we listen to you? you know, so I'm actually the consumer product guy, right? Mm-hmm. So... Right here, Steve is the DNA of our company. He's the racing guy. But what he didn't tell you about is we also make filtration products for the home and, and industry. Really? Right. And so, I mean, what we do at the end of the day is we're experts at filtration. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm here as you, the consumer products guy. I have, you know of a company called Waterpick? Yeah. So I was there for about 12 years. We took Waterpick from, you know, pretty much down and out to... 
to you know kick in kick an ass against Oral B and Sonicare. Yeah, I was looking at this guy's teeth <laughs> when we met, and I was like, something in the something. dental high. You water flossing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a water pick. My dentist uh, told me to get a water pick. That's right, and uh, it's awesome. It's 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 good. I the, the, the irony is I really use it only when I go to see the dentist. <laughs> I do that move. <laughs> you, know, you know, the hygienist knows you are not fooling her. Yes, she yeah, knows. I don't know why, that though, because every time up. I go in, they go, are you flossing? And I say, you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can that's tell why you. you're getting paid. If you cut it with a little bullet rye, there's a little <laughs> hopper. If you're going to do night water picking like I do, and you just put just a couple of fingers of bullet yeah. rye, and then the rest tap water. I'm not a weirdo. It, it's, a, it's a nice feeling. And then your so, do you son guys... comes in and finds you with that pick <laughs> rolling off your face. God, I forgot thing. to exhale again. <laughs> do, you, do you guys do filters for, like, HVAC systems, water systems? Yeah, Steve, like... Steve actually developed a product for home air filtration. Why don't you tell him about oh, it? Oh, really? Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm really intrigued. Because well, I you can't know, I'm stand a... pulling that thing out full of cat hair and dust bunnies right? and all that. You know, I'm kind of a do-it-yourself guy, and of course, you know, I came from the home building industry before I came to K&N 24 years ago. And so when I would go to Home Depot or Lowe's, I kept seeing trucks with decals and K&N decals. And of course, you know, nobody likes, you know, to replace that filter, and you forget what size it is. And it's usually cheap and disposable. And then I thought, you know what? Why couldn't K&N do the same thing? I mean, we're trying to change the way people think about air filters from something cheap and disposable and paper to something of really high quality. And so, you know, last year, you know, we finally found the material to make a really good home air filtration. So now you just take it out in the backyard, put some 409 on it, wash it out, put it right back inside. And uh, so we're really, we really feel like the company's got a heritage in taking something that was cheap and inefficient and disposable and selling a consumer something that's a really higher quality product. So it's a washable, so it's our first consumer. A washable home filter. You don't yep. you don't oil it like you do the car filter. No, right? it doesn't have a tackifier. It's built into the material. And yep. how do you offer a million mile warranty like on your other filters? <laughs> well, it's a long life filter. Yeah. It's a lifetime about filter fifteen for your years home. as long as your home air conditioning unit is yeah. is operating. Right. How many and and how many sizes? Does that come in? Because I've, I'm, I'm yeah, going yeah. through my own air conditioning system in my mind's eye, and I'm thinking of all the different yeah. sizes for all the different. Is there? Can you make your own size? There actually, there's about 22 of the most popular sizes, but obviously they go up into like 60 different sizes. Right now, we offer about 80 percent of the sizes, and we keep releasing more. Where, right now, uh, where does not one a universal filter? Where does one find that? Right now, you can get it right off of KNNFilters.com. We sell it direct to consumers, and it's available through um, Amazon. Wow. So Amazon's been selling a lot of filters. Yeah, so today it's Amazon. In the future, we're going to go, how about DIY brick and mortar, right? And then there's, you know, service you know, service folks, right, in a multi-step, yeah. you know, approach. And uh, so in the future, that's, that's the kind of stuff that will happen. But think about it. This air filter is uh, eliminating those pollutants that are coming in your house, making your air conditioning unit operate better, and then saving the consumer quite a bit of money um, instead of you know throwing away those disposable filters and then uh, you know lessening our landfills if that's if that's important to anybody it is not anyone here but our <laughs> <laughs> folks back in L A pretend to care they're just trying to get laid let's be honest let's let's be honest yeah. here gentlemen 
Uh, no, I, to me, the saddest thing ever is the old air filter, the cardboard one with the hair and the stuff in it. I, oh, and then I, whenever I change it, I'm like, but that's all the air's been passing through. I'm, I'm going. I got the water pick. I got the filters on the car now. Now I'm getting the home filter. I had no, I had awesome. no idea. Yeah. And then in the future, there's there's data centers we should be protecting, right? You know, yeah. there's more and more data centers in the world. R- right. right. You want them to operate smoothly and things of that sort. So, so scrubbing the air. Wow. That's what the suit's here for. Yeah. Um, all right. Good job, Richard. <laughs> there. Uh, I think Dempsey's out there walking around somewhere. Um, I mean, not that you guys are, you know. B-list celebrities, but we got an A-lister no, wandering we, we around. We certainly do. Out there. I'm a C-lister. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not judging. I, I was told there's a, we're going to be presented a gift before, uh, before they leave. I don't know if we're getting a gift or they're getting a I don't, gift. I don't, I don't really know, but we're going to... Uh, oh, Here there comes. you go. Here so I brought Patrick. along some friends oh, from thank NHRA. You. Wow. And uh, uh, last year I won the world championship and uh, asked the president to come in. And uh, his name is uh, Glenn Cromwell, president of NHRA. And uh, he, he made you and Patrick both lifetime memberships of the NHRA. Uh, <laughs> so you, you look at the date wow. there, how far it goes out. So. <laughs> wow. It goes I, out. And, I love uh, that everybody yep. in motorsports give, gives booze for a gift. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. one's driving. Here's your license. It, 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 you know, it's drag responsibly. You know, right? You've got a license and a bottle of it wine. It says. It's so weird. Oh, there's a boss sitting it, 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 it says it expires 12 2099 or until your chute doesn't open. Right. <laughs> 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 It's a weird thing to put on the car, but sure. I know. It's, I don't know why they'd have to put that ominous warning on the car. And how do they know? Maybe it'll always work. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcast.